1: Hello and welcome back to Road of viz Overtime on Road of viz Radio brought to you by Blue Wire. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland and I'm joined on this episode by the man that is known as the author of the Zero RB list. You will be able to find at this point in time potentially at least two parts of it, maybe all three parts, coming out in three parts where you will get 15 through 10. Then you'll obviously get the, the kind of bottom half of the top 10 and then the top five. And, uh, it's always must-must-read. People people be messaging me, Sean, about this for the last four or five weeks, so I do think at this point my DMs and emails should uh, slow down a bit, but uh, people are excited for this. But, Sean, we are going to tease that. We're not going to talk directly about it, but we are going to talk about who is the 2022 Cooper Cup. So I'm excited for this one as we dive in to see some of the options as we move into this show. Ready to uh, to dive into this one?
2: I am, and we actually have to think. The listeners for this sort of two-part series have an article up on the site looking at the next cup and looking at the next Debo. We had a question from Christopher Reyes asking who those guys were going to be this season. So I, it, it helped me, right, to think through this even more directly. I've got so many players that I have priority targets on and listeners can get those by going to my redraft rankings, which are always pretty aggressive, right? They're not trying to follow consensus that closely. I have the guys that I'm targeting up high enough that you'll be able to tell who they are. I have the guys that I'm not drafting low enough that you won't accidentally hit them if they drop a few spots. Again, you want to make sure that you tailor those to your own specific draft and purposes if they're if you're using them directly in drafts. But so I, the players that we're looking to target, I think are pretty clear cut, but sometimes you'll go in and you'll try and figure out, well, exactly why did Cooper Cup appear to come out of nowhere? And he had been a very solid NFL player and fantasy wide receiver, but how does he come from an ADP in the late 40s? and put up one of the greatest wide receiver seasons of all time, how does Debo Samuel come from an ADP even much, much later than that and average 21 fantasy points per game? In both cases, there are some specific contextual reasons that do help us understand what happened there a little bit. You look at some of those, you dive into it, and it can be a real trap to say, okay, This is what happened with a specific player last year. We've got a guy in a similar situation. He's going to follow that exact same thesis benefit in the exact same ways. And yet it can be helpful to know when perhaps there are some value elements to where a player could outperform a teammate, could outperform draft position. We don't think it will be to nearly the same extent. The cooper cup did it last year but Colin, start us out by looking at a few of these elements that did camouflage or at least create a dynamic to where cup could come from where he was in 2019 2020 we talked on the previous show about robert woods and how he had a better target share than cup as teammates over those two seasons how did Cup get from where he was to suddenly being one of the greatest wide receivers of all time?
1: Well, I guess something we could slot in as well is that Robert Woods did get injured. It's not something that we as, as discussed fully in it, but that probably helped propel him. But that isn't the exact reason that the leap happened. You mentioned two players in this that the leap has happened to over the last two seasons to try and find how we could find the options for this year. One of those, Stefan Diggs, obviously went from Kirk Cousins to Josh Allen. It wasn't just that he went to Buffalo, though, in that situation – uh, in terms of how he was used by the Bills in that offense, a, a wide variety of routes that he had you know, been able to implement into his game and became kind of an all-around playmaker in that season. He was kind of going in the 6th, 7th round, uh, and he made that jump. Cooper Cup, though, didn't just go from Jared Goff to, to Matthew Stafford. Obviously, Stafford came from the Lions, but his snap share in that situation jumped from 80% to 94%. So in terms of the routes that he added, he added uh, 108 routes all the way up to 576 routes on the season. So obviously then there was an uh, increased volume that also came with that. And when we look through Cup's career, we're we're probably not projecting that that was going to happen at this particular time. But changing offenses and changing to a much better quarterback are two things that have happened over those last couple of seasons. You look, Sean, then at who is in that situation in 2022? We have Devontae Adams going from the Packers to the the, the Raiders. I would say quarterback situation is probably not going to improve there, but obviously the way he maybe worked may change. But in terms of Adams, all the rights in the world, he has been running them for multiple seasons. Tyreek Hill, he is obviously going to the Dolphins, to uh, be his quarterback may present challenges but he also um, maybe use slightly different in this offense AJ Brown is an interesting one because he could have an increased you know use in terms of the targets that he sees Alan Robinson would be going over to to partner with Cooper Cup we have Marquise Brown then traded to the Cardinals and Juju Smith-Schuster who is an interesting option who is now with Patrick Mahomes so out of that list I'm probably leaning towards A.J. Brown or Juju Smith-Schuster, but obviously A.J. Brown go much, much higher in drafts. Juju Smith-Schuster, very, very interesting. But, Sean, the ones that really fit the mold are the Denver Broncos, pass catchers and Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Interesting you didn't uh, go all the way in and add K.J. Hamler to the list uh, as, as the next Cooper Cup here, but uh, they will now be catching passes from Russell Wilson. How are you feeling as you broke this down and the opportunity for them to actually step in and, it is very, very similar to last year because Robert Woods and Cup were going so close in ADP as well at that particular time. Yeah, you have this
2: real boost from Matthew Stafford, and it's not just for Cooper Cup. You go back in and look at some of his recent targets in Kenny Galladay averaging over 10.4 adjusted yards per attempt when targeted by Stafford Cup at 9.9, Marvin Jones 9.3. No surprise, obviously, that Galladay and Jones are not the same players now that they're not catching passes from Stafford. We contrast that with Russell Wilson, who had this rapport with Tyler Lockett where Lockett, when he was the target, they combined for a 10.7 AYA there. DK Metcalf also up over 9.3 Other peripheral types of targets also up over 9.5 for Russell Wilson. One of the things I kind of throw into the article just as an aside is that we do have a receiver who's played with both of these quarterbacks, Golden Tate, 10.4 AYA catching passes from Wilson, only 7.8 from Matthew Stafford. Now there are, (laughs) there's some context there. He was a high target depth player in seattle over 11 uh, air yards per target that dropped dramatically for the lions who used him at an eight out of just seven the flip side of that and one of the reasons why the lions paid him but then used him that way is that he had a lot more targets with the lions and one thing that we want to mention from time to time is just having a deeper depth of target is always good sometimes it means that that depth is coming because the receiver is not being used underneath you think about someone like a stefan diggs for example you want the target depth to be representative of all different types of targets not just deep targets so you always want to make sure you keep those things in context but i did think it was you know probably just completely misleading but sort of fun to show the the contrast there between wilson and stafford with golden tape but the real question that we get here is what are some of the similarities between Woods and Cup that we might then be able to see with this Broncos team? And the thing that we saw, and this is something that Ben had pointed out to his Stealing Signal subscribers uh, last season at this time, was that even though Woods was getting more routes per game and as a result then had a greater target share, Couple was a little bit more effective at actually drawing targets per route, and that led him to be a little bit more effective in terms of yards per route. We pull up the Stealing Signals tool, we look at the Denver Broncos from last season, we see that, yeah, I mean, there's a difference here in terms of routes and route percentage in part because Jerry Judy was fairly significantly injured at the beginning of the year. He comes back and then doesn't play a full complement, doesn't run a full complement of routes, but... His target per route percentage, 22%. Trumped Cortland Sutton at 19%. He also was more effective in terms of yards per target. Again, the element that we mentioned in the previous show where you really want both of those things up there at 8.3. Especially when you consider just how bad the quarterback play was last year. Those aren't bad numbers, right? And he ends up just under two yards per route in the Sports Info Solutions charting data. You think about these guys and... The situation here with russell wilson and it just feels like the sky's the limit right especially because we know that wilson is a deep pass savant in many ways jerry judy one of the top air yards players in his rookie season of 2020 Cortland sutton one of the top air yards guys in 2021 you think about how that played out and why these players are not more expensive, even than they are. And you're not going to get either of these guys for free, but especially when you compare ADPs, I, there's actually a, a pretty close similarity between Sutton and Judy this year compared to where Woods and Cup were a year ago. But among receivers with at least 1,500 air yards in 2020, Judy ranked dead last in air conversion among the receivers at the least 1500 air yards in 2021 Sutton ranked dead last Russell Wilson is here Colin. These guys are priced to reflect that, but they're still upside where they're going.
1: No, I think there's huge upside. My question here is if we have listeners who are only drafting one roster, both are available. Who should they pick?
2: Well, let me throw that one back to you. I've made the case here <laughs> for Jerry Judy. Uh, Zachary Kruger and I are currently drafting an FFPC best ball tournament team. We had the 111, which means that when the draft came back to us at 311, Cortland Sutton was the top player on our board. He had fallen a few slots below ADP, which you like to see if you're going to get some Sutton exposure. That's how I like to do it. You, you mentioned the one team and if you're just drafting one team it is a, an interesting question right because I think that you know when we're drafting
1: it doesn't have to be one but you know like we're drafting like it's easy for us to say like I said in the last show I'm drafting Robert Woods and uh, Traylon Works. like we can do that over and over again and get as many of them as we want but if you're not drafting in high volume it can be a, a challenge and sometimes it for people it can be a huge decision as to which one to get because if you were drafting last year and you have five leagues and, and, and you know four of those you go with Robert Woods and you skip on Cooper Cup and all of them, it, it leaves you probably a little bit salty at the end of the season.
2: <laughs> it probably <laughs> does. It probably <laughs> does. I, and and it, the reason it's an interesting question is that we do get so used to taking the guy who is a value for that draft slot and not necessarily thinking, well, you know, do I want to reach all the way for the number two guy The other part that I go into here in the article a little bit is that Cortland Sutton has been getting the rave reviews from camp. We discussed in the last show that I think you wanna be a little bit careful about just being a news-based drafter, right? You'll get yourself a little bit off of all of the plays that you had intended to make based on a full off season's worth of research based on what happened last year and based on sort of the bigger picture in some cons in some contexts. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to layer in some quotes here from teammates, from Russell Wilson, from Melvin Gordon, from his head coach talking about again, the fantastic route running. And, And that's been something that the beat writers are also mentioning is that, I mean, Jerry Judy is this crazy route runner. He gets open so easily, but maybe that doesn't, really fit with russell wilson's strengths and i think anybody who's watched the seahawks over the years is thinking the same thing he's like i mean he just drops back and waits it's not like he hits those guys when they come open like he's gonna hit them 40 50 yards down the field that's how the offense either works or doesn't work but and we're talking about this combination of wide receiver talent and skill that makes them sort of who they are to discount an elite skill from a player is kind of a weird way to go about it right and especially if that is still very clearly manifesting itself in practices that are being observed currently the other thing here just as we kind of compile the circumstantial evidence is i mean you've got a guy who was the number 15 overall pick in the 2020 draft a year later Devonte smith and jalen water will top 10 picks they go on to each gain over 900 receiving yards This doesn't mean that Judy is better than those guys. And at this point, I would say, I mean, he's probably not better than they are. And yet he's younger than them, even though he's been in the NFL for an extra season. He also got to the big breakout in college much sooner than they did. In 2018, those guys are on the same team and Judy gains almost twice as many yards as they do combined. He more than doubles their receiving touchdowns. I mean, the, the main takeaway here for all three of these guys is that probably the floor and ceiling for all three of them is pretty good. And so you do want to have some exposure and then that brings you back to, well, what if it's just one draft? Which guy would you prefer to have? I mean, Cortland Sutton is an established NFL player who had a big time season before he had the serious injury, before they had the terrible quarterback play. You get someone like that who has the size and physicality as well that Judy doesn't, you get him with Russell Wilson and you get him at a price that, I mean, it's expensive, but I mean, you can still justify that price. It's not like he's going where Mike Williams and Michael Pittman are going. <laughs> so, I mean, you can afford to draft him. I think that you probably still want to have him, but I think it's closer than the ADP gap suggests. I mean, he's going at the end of the third in a lot of drafts right now. So that really is the same basic price as Mike Williams. Jerry Judy, it doesn't seem to be any of the drafts that I personally am doing, but in a lot of drafts, he has an ADP early in the fifth. That's a big discount in terms of how you're putting your team together. And so if you have a pick early in the third and you're thinking to yourself, maybe I actually want to draft Cortland Sutton here because that's probably where he should go, right? He should be going ahead of these guys in the third round you might still wait and just say, I think that Judy is going to come back to me in the fourth. If I had somebody else in the fourth, I might even be able to, you know, be gutsy with it and let him slide into the early fifth. That's where he should be. <laughs> even though I mean, if you've got Jerry Judy as a third round value, it's going to be hard to pass on him in the fourth and hope he gets back to you in the fifth because you're going to be heartbroken if he doesn't make it there i mean rashad bateman is the guy that i have as a priority target and he goes above adp in every draft that i'm in call every draft yeah i mean you're like there have to be some drafts out there where rashad bateman is really inexpensive or else his adp would not be where it shows up in the tools so those are some of the dynamics that you're dealing with but even as a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan and perhaps as a Kansas City Chiefs fan who is very excited about the fireworks that we're going to get with the Raiders, the fireworks we're going to get with the Chargers, the fireworks that we're going to get in this just incredibly exciting season in 2022 that's coming up here. Those fireworks with the Broncos. I think you have to have exposure to these guys. Russell Wilson and Denver should be a very fun team.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with all that. The one part there, so I just want to pin you down on this, you're leaning towards Jerry Judy. (laughs) Well, I had Jerry
2: Judy as a late second round pick in the 2023 draft projection that Ben and I did for Stealing Bananas. So if if listeners want to go find out if Cortland Sutton was in there and want to find out if Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy was in Ben's
1: second round for 2023, that episode is out and it was a lot of fun to record yeah no well I'm gonna say I'll I'll jump I I love Jerry Judy but uh Cortland Sutton's all I've always leaned to the Cortland Sutton side of these these two guys but the one thing a couple of things there that you know that it's amazing that Jerry Judy has just turned 23 years old so when we're looking at players ascending a big season by Jerry Judy does put him into that you know round two range where he's ascending upwards when we get to the end of this season we're gonna be looking at a situation where Cortland Sutton will turn 27 during the season in October. So he's going to be into that more veteran side of his career. So Jerry Judy is definitely the one in terms of next season that we could see that massive jump from. I just think a couple of things you mentioned in terms of the the body size and that. It almost reminds me a little bit of Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. And if I was drafting those, I would be targeting DK Metcalf out of the two. You mentioned a very good point in terms of how Russell Wilson tends to target his he, he obviously can like it's not he can throw slants, he can throw shorter passes. You know, if a player has a good route, right, he can he's obviously able to to do the time and stuff too. But you do see a lot of it where he is shuffling around and it's a deep pass downfield. And I think that Sutton, and I also think obviously we'll will throw Hammer in the mix, but I think Jerry Judy can also do that. If you need Jerry Judy to just run past somebody down the sideline, <laughs> I think he can definitely do it. Um so I'm excited about both of these guys. So just to have a little bit of a differentiation, I'll say Cortland Sutton, but it is harder to draft Sutton where he's going based on ADP there is a lot of players going in that range that I do like but let's say I'll go with like Keenan Allen if it's Keenan Allen versus Cortland Sutton at that spot I, and everyone else that I like's gone I would take Cortland Sutton over him so I have no problem if uh if those other options are are out of, out of town at that point of the draft going with Cortland Sutton so we'll check that Sean as it goes throughout the season I'm hoping both of the guys just absolutely smash. I mentioned the comparison with Lockett and Metcalf. Those guys have feasted with Russell Wilson. So let's hope that that is the same situation here. And who knows, even in, in Denver, the air is a bit... I don't know if it's lighter or thinner or what. There's obviously something that's might high. Uh, but let's hope that that means that Russell Wilson can even air these balls out further. And that just leads to to more points for us. But Sean, it is going to be fun to see if one of those guys does turn into that role this year it feels like jerry judy certainly with the adp that we talked about is more fitting that mold anything that you want to add in to wrap up or have we have we covered it all there
2: no i i I like your wrap it's interesting to think about dk metcalf and tyler lockett now without wilson and we have been taking some metcalf because he falls pretty deep into some of these drafts still does obviously offer that size athleticism profile that's almost unparalleled so ways to play both sides of this and uh, we can't let it go without also saying make sure you're drafting
1: kj hamler yeah we definitely want to add kj hamler into the mix and uh, the other part, Sean, is obviously you have to draft those Seahawks players because you want to be targeting that Week Seventeen game against the New York Jets. That's obviously the the key element of that. But that is going to do it for today's edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. Obviously, Sean's work is up on RoadToBiz.com. It has just been phenomenal over. It's always phenomenal, but over the last two weeks, it has been coming out at such a, a rapid rate. There's also Stadium Bananas coming out at a more frequent schedule. There's OT coming out very very frequently as well. We're going to have some big high stakes drafts coming up the ffpc main event and some other tournaments as well so do make sure you are subscribed to get all those as soon as they're available you can also subscribe to rotavis.com and get access to all of our content and tools with a 10 percent discount using the promo code rvradio radio 2022 at checkout this is the best time to sign up uh, that's my sales pitch this is the best time to sign up i'm not gonna add anything else to it sign up today rv radio 2022 until we are back early next week we'll see what our schedule is over the weekend we may even surprise you with some content early next week but we'll definitely be back on your way on tuesday until we are back with another show my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter add over to marlin my co-host is sean siegel check out all his work up on rotavis.com and until next time have a good one